The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Behold, I am sending you like sheep in the midst of wolves. So be shrewd as serpents and simple as doves. But beware of men, for they will hand you over to courts and scourge you in their synagogues. And you will be led before governors and kings for my sake as a witness before them and the pagans. When they hand you over, do not worry about what you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at that moment what you are to say, for it will not be you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will hand brother over to death, and the father is child. Children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name but whoever endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to another. Amen, I say to you, you will not finish the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. The Gospel of the Lord. So don't answer this out loud, but if I were to ask you, how did you come to know and love Christ in your life? When, when was your uh, primary conversion? Uh, just kind of think about what that moment or what that reason might be. Uh, I know everyone's different and we're all unique and it's part of the blessing that we are as Catholics is that we have so many different experiences to draw upon. I can think back into my own life, and I think for me, being raised Catholic, of course, was probably the biggest influence in my life. Uh, But there was also a time when I was in college when I started questioning whether the Catholic faith was the true faith, and so it gave me uh, a little bit of an incentive, I suppose, to look into some of the questions that I had. And as I did, I came first, I think, to an intellectual conversion, and I understood that the Catholic Church and its teachings made sense and the Bible was real and and it helped me to take that next step uh, to translate that intellectual conversion into a life conversion. Uh, But that's a minority. Uh, Only 10% of people become Catholic because of an intellectual conversion. Uh, 90% come because of influences of people around them and it has to do with their people that they know and they love and they respect. They see something in them that's attractive. They ask questions and then through relationships they come uh, to grow in their faith and to come deeper. That's why it's so important for us to be a church. That's why Jesus gave us the church, that we're not a bunch of isolated individuals with our Bibles, because if we relied on our intellect alone, there are too many ways that we can be, you know, go off track. Uh, The way that the church works is it helps keep us formed in the truth in relationships. But there's also the downside to that. Uh, The downside is is that the very thing that's supposed to support us in our faith and to help us to grow to be better Christians can be something that that removes us from that. I don't know if you've ever been attacked for your faith or uh, because of who you are as a Christian, but those things happen. And uh, it's just kind of part of life. You don't want to give too much importance to it. And uh, I don't know if if you've ever been, like, viciously attacked, 
but, uh, and for the most part I haven't been, but there have been those few times. And I remember one time in particular that I was just starting in, in a parish, and it just happened to be a parish that had been there forever, and they had the same priest forever, and, and they just kind of did everything like they always did for a long time. And uh, I wasn't purposely trying to change anything, I just didn't know. Uh, but anyway, one particular parishioner, uh, she just wrote me this mean letter. I mean, it was a really mean letter. And at the time, I wanted to write back and, and explain everything. Say, so, you know, well, there are church documents that we're supposed to be following. You know, I had all this stuff logically in my mind, uh, knowing that, that her different things that she brought up, that there were, you know, very clear answers to it. Um, but... It's, it's kind of a good thing for me is to take a step back and say, okay, I need to pray about this and see what the natural and best response would be uh, because the knee-jerk reaction is not always the best way to go, as you all know. And uh, anyway, so I waited a few days, and afterwards I just invited her to talk to me and didn't really say much more, but I just figured, well, on my end, I'm not going to respond in, in a way that's, you know, angry or anything else. And and uh, anyway, it, it worked out pretty good, and as God would have it, that her husband got cancer and needed to be anointed, and if I would have reacted like I wanted to in the beginning, then I would have missed the opportunity uh, to bring the oils and anoint him and, and prepare him for his eventual death. And I was able to be there for the family, not because I wanted to, but because God was telling me I needed to take a different approach, you know, that relational approach. And in today's gospel, you hear Jesus say things like, you know, be as wise as serpents and gentle as doves. We hear that all the time. Uh, and I think we do need to think about things in that way. You know, what is, for example, the best way to respond to the people we love so that they might be uh, attracted more to the faith and, and we can do our part in that? Uh, but there's the second part of that when he says, don't worry about what you are to say. And, and I think that's, a, that's an important aspect because we can overthink things and we can think, well, I need to do this and I need to do that and I should do this. And, I, and uh, what we should have is a certain peace about us. Is, yes, we do what we need to do uh, to try to respond as people of faith, especially to help others, you know, that 90% that, that will come to faith because of relationships more than intellect. Uh, but it's not primarily our job. It's primarily the job of the Holy Spirit. And so if we're just open to that, then we can see those opportunities that even when we don't think that this is what we should say or do, the Holy Spirit's saying, you need to do this. And uh, then we just finally give up and do it. And then we kind of see how God works. He works in ways that are, are different than we would work, but in ways that are always much better. So as we think about that today, we might want to just take that one little, you know, be as wise as serpents and gentle as doves and think how we might be able to respond uh, to the people we love in a way that's going to help draw them to the faith through God's power and spirit. But ultimately, that we can do it in a way that relies on the power of the spirit to bring about what they need in their lives. And we can be open to the same thing in our own lives.